Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to build a cabinet of curiosities. Collecting random items can lead to clutter, but done right, it can also renew your sense of wonder for the world, which is every bit as important as looking like a minimalist paradise. Today's tip, like some other recent ones, is inspired by Jeffrey Davis's forthcoming book, Tracking Wonder, which will be published this fall. This book is all about how to get back in touch with your creative side. Davis points out that many famous scientists of old, like Charles Darwin, were prolific collectors. They came back from their travels with all sorts of curiosities, which could then be displayed and studied. Now, of course, there are some problems with some of the things they collected, and it's also not like they could look things up on the internet. If you wanted to study pretty much anything, it had to be in your possession or somewhere you could go easily. When lots of people kept collections, this meant that our naturalists could ask a friend to let them look at, say, a rare bird, and they'd be able to compare the wings and learn about the natural world from that, even if we, these days, might like to see the rare bird stay where it is. In any case, we don't need to see as many things in person these days, thank goodness, but the impulse to collect interesting things is still part of discovery. I see this every time my six-year-old returns to the house from his backyard quests, where he has found interesting leaves, interesting seed pods, and occasionally squirmy living things. I am not such a huge fan of those squirmy discoveries, but there is something to be said for staying curious. It's how we come up with new ideas. One way adults can do this is to be on the lookout for things to put in a cabinet of curiosities. This could literally be a cabinet, or a drawer, or a closet, or a display case. But have a spot where you put things just because you find them fascinating. Maybe it's a postcard with artwork you find appealing. Maybe it's a colorful scrap of fabric. Maybe it's a clipping from a magazine that you cannot stop thinking about. Or a delightful set of buttons or bottle caps. Now, yes, on some level, all of this is junk. I follow a lot of decluttering and minimalist accounts on Instagram, and I know that in general the modern aesthetic is pretty streamlined. We are not supposed to acquire things or hold on to them if they have no purpose or if we're not going to display them prominently somewhere. I know how this goes. Don't keep a collection of feathers. Take a photo of one feather, frame it, and put it above your mantle. Much better, right? And maybe it is. But there is something to be said for mixing random things together and for being a little bit less discerning. We don't want to become hoarders, but a single cabinet or drawer devoted to randomness has a few upsides. First, it's just fun. And second, as we go through the world thinking about what we might be able to put in there, we are on the lookout for beauty, for interest, for novelty. When we look for such things, we see more of them. 
And that is not a bad way to go through life. So think about creating a cabinet of curiosities for yourself. Where would you put it? What items do you have already that might find a home there? Then, once you start such a cabinet, take some time every few days or weeks to go through it. Do things still appeal to you? What thoughts do they spark? If the items in there no longer do anything for you, let them go. Things can definitely rotate out of the cabinet of curiosity. But its sheer existence can make life more interesting. For not too much space, when you think about it. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.